Welcome to Off Code, the show where we ignore the cultural codes and have real and intriguing conversations regarding the Black community and ways we can move forward to human flourishing. tenors that make it let's let's be real well personally i think the autos hold everything together (laughs) personally but i do like it when the sopranos come in now welcome to off code i am monique desan and i am kevin briggins and man we have quite the episode for you guys today at least i think we do we're gonna see (laughs) (laughs) we'll see how this come out it might not come out. We'll see. <laughs> we might just push this episode and keep it in the basement for us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Today, we are going to look at Black stereotypes and just things that are pertinent to us. Like, that's just us. Like, for example, nurses in church. That's just us. It is. That, it that's is. just us. I don't know why, but it is. It's just us. <laughs> So let's let's get started. We're going to talk about black stereotypes. And the first one that I think when you and me and Krista were sitting down, watermelon. Is it mm-hmm. a truth? Is it a stereotype? It is. Everybody in my house. likes it's the truth in my household. In my household. Don't play no games. It's the truth in my household. too. <laughs> I don't know one black person that don't like watermelon, but I don't know if it's specific only to black people. It. And of course it's not. Uh, I don't know how these things get started. I don't know how black people got associated with watermelon. I'm pretty sure there are some, there's some history out there that's going to explain it, but we're not going to go into it. We're just going to have fun with the fact that black people like watermelon. And leave it to us. Yes. Yes. And I I like to capitalize on stereotypes. So one time I was at work and someone, someone gave me some watermelon and I was like, this is the perfect time to just walk around the office with some watermelon because I knew what people were going to be thinking. Yes. And so yeah, yeah, just play into the stereotype. Now see, much to that stereotype though, grape Kool-Aid. Mmm, there we go. There no, we go. I Man, am, that, I am, I am. You, can't have a, you cannot have a family reunion picnic without watermelon. I'm just being honest. I know, but can you have one without grape Kool-Aid? Um, okay, so that's that's a, so grape is a black stereotype, but when it comes to Kool-Aid, it's red. Yes, all the and time. Red, and red is a flavor. I don't know what flavor it is, but red is a flavor. 
Red is a red is tropical punch. Cause don't come at me with no cherry. I can't. Mm, man. Oh, so you black, you black bougie. You like cherry <laughs> Kool-Aid? It's Kool-Aid, ain't it? Uh, what's, what's not no. to like? Yes, no, yeah, if you, <laughs> yeah, no, I cannot. No, Kool Aid has to have certain flavors. I can only do red, being tropical punch, and yellow lemonade. Wow, wow, mm-hmm. you got to expand your Kool Aid game. I can I mean, let's be honest. We're talking about Kool Aid. Red, red is you no know, tropical punch is good, but we talking about like Shockerberry Finn. Please tell me you know about Shockerberry Finn. The blue one? It's the package blue and pink. Yeah. Now, see, I will mix that with some lemonade. Why are you going to mess it up? Because I'm making it better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is with black people and their Kool-Aid, but you always, you combine a couple of different packets. Oh, absolutely. You can do that. Yeah. 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 Now, if I combine some packets, then I'm okay and add a little extra sugar. Now, this don't the question. ever. Don't what? What? No, go ahead, because you're about to say something. Go ahead. Uh, don't ever put too much water in it. I Kool-Aid mean, was meant to be thick. <laughs> yeah, it's um diabetic. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Don't play no games. So I'm from the south. I know you from out west. Mm-hmm. What what did y'all call the freeze cups? Cause I know you froze your Kool-Aid. Yeah. What did y'all call them? Frozen Kool-Aid. Oh my goodness. You know, I call them like bebops, freeze cups. No, no. Y'all just one creative out west. No, we are <laughs> lost out here. These streets are not meant for everybody. Yeah, in the south, every community had a bebop lady. It was a house that sold the little freeze cups, the frozen Kool Aid, and the little stuff. Why was cups. you paying for Kool Aid that cost twenty five cent a packet? Which was you mom. ever so poor you had to go buy a borrow sugar? Hold <laughs> uh, on, send me next door real quick. Go ask Peggy for some cool for some sugar. Uh, I don't know if we ever borrowed Kool Aid. I mean, borrowed sugar. Um, but we had the lights cut off. Oh, yeah. we all we uh don't we play uh games. had had to boil some water because the hot water was off. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, you see what I just did? What another stereotype? Yep. Or maybe it's just a truth. When you leave out of church, you got to put your finger up. Oh, when absolutely. I went, yeah. It, I don't uh, know. I don't know. Did y'all have to put your fingers up? Yeah, it's, Let a, us know it's, in the it's a universal sign for excuse me. Yeah. I don't know if it's like be right back. Did James <laughs> Cleveland have to put his finger up? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, for me, I'll be going out to heaven just to jump and shout. That was just the interlude. <laughs> oh, now, man. So we have watermelon. I don't know why y'all was buying Kool-Aid. I mean, this is, so you might not have it at your house. So it was just a house that... How you not had Kool-Aid? We, even if we I'm didn't not, have sugar, saying, we had Kool-Aid. I'm not saying we didn't have Kool-Aid, but if you out with your friends, it's uh-huh. like, hey, let's go buy the Bebop lady and get a freeze cup. We'll get a Bebop. How much does she? How much she charge you? It depends on the size. They're either dime or twenty five cent, depending on the size of the cup. Oh, that's yeah. deep. Yeah. When I was a little kid in the projects, my grandma was the bebop lady. 
My grandma wow. sold all, she sold all kinds of snacks. She even wow. sold hamburgers. People would knock on the door early in the morning with a hamburger. Wow. Taking orders. Yeah, we that's good for her. Look at her. Entrepreneurial. I, I was gonna say me entrepreneurial. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. What about all black people like basketball? All black guys like basketball and professional sports. Or can play. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest, it's a stereotype and it's disappointing when it's not true. Mm. Yeah, you go to a basketball court and you see the black guy, I'm like, okay, yeah. Man, you run it. We up next. I got you. Then you get out there, he can't play. It's just disappointing. But I was like, I trusted that you could play because you were black. Oh. Yeah. So it, it is a stereotype. And um, yeah, it has disappointed me many times. So it's not true. It is not true. It is just a stereotype. Spades. <laughs> now, spades is something that when a black person tells me they cannot play spades, I take their black card. And I'm not big on that. But that's just one thing that you black, how do you not know how to play spades? Please tell me not to play spades. I can play. Like, I get the rules of the game. Uh, you're going to make somebody mad when you're on their team. You're going to renege. Uh. No, I just, it's a lot going on. <laughs> And you gotta like talk to your partner without talking to you. It's a lot going on. Yes, yes. Yeah. You gotta know how to yeah. play your hand. I'm I you can tell everything on my face. Like that is true. That that yeah. is a bad thing. That playing poker and playing spades, you can't hide your face. That's a bad thing. I can't. I can't. Like you know. If I'm excited about something, you gonna know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Cause like if you throw down the wrong card, I'm gonna have to let you know with my face. Yes. Uh -uh. Yeah. What now? What about dominoes? Can you play bones? Did y'all call it bones? We did, and we really didn't play. Pretty much the old men used to on the porch and play dominoes. We didn't really play it. Yeah. So, I mean, I saw no. it play, and it got some some serious games went down. But it wasn't something we played like when we were younger. And then by the time we got older, nobody was playing dominoes. It was yeah. all spades. Yes. Nicknames. Mm -hmm. Black people always got a nickname. Stereotype. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some people, you never know what their real name is. True story. It was an episode of like Family Court on TV. Mm -hmm. And this guy, no, it wasn't Family Court. This guy had just got arrested. He was in court. And she, he so brought this wasn't his, Family Court. This is real court. <laughs> it was, yeah, it's real court. Yeah, criminal court. And he brought his baby mama in for a character witness for him. And the judge asked him what was her name. He gave a nickname, and the government and the judge said, "No, what is her real name?" Mm -hmm. This man said he did not know. Mm -hmm. This was his baby mama. He brought yep. in for a character witness, and he had yep. no idea what her actual government name was. Yep. <laughs> but when you run around the house and in the hood, calling everybody Pokey or Junebug, or, or little something, little, little something, yeah, little whatever, yeah, little Tink, little Tank. <laughs> Pooda butt. Like, you know, this was our names. My nickname is Kiki. Everybody, Ki Kiana, Kiara, Kiara, always, everybody was Kiki. Yeah. Yeah. Kiki, I don't even know how I, my first name is Chantal. How did I end up with Kiki? I, I've was been Kiki. wondering that. I, I thought it was something I didn't know. Oh, yeah, the Shaniquas or the, well, that was somebody. That was somebody's real name, but like yeah, just Nick the nickname. Yeah, but just the yeah. nicknames. 
Yeah, there were some people who just didn't know what Boosie. their name was. Yeah, it was, yeah. It's just people around the neighborhood, friends you had. It was just a nickname. You had no idea what their real government name was. No idea. <laughs> Other thing, though, is to me, the stereotype of black movies. Ooh, ooh, okay, this is going to be fun. All right. Yeah. So let's start off with Friday. Black people in movies. What'd you say? I said black movies or black people in movies. Le- okay, let's do both. Let's start out with black people in movies. Okay. <laughs> First ones to die in a world. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, casted that, they casted that brother just to kill him all. Man down. <laughs> Man down. And he used to be the only black one in all white. Yep. Movies. Yep. It's like, yeah. Like, what's, remember, what's the name of that movie? Which one? The one um, where they had those long masks that came out. Scream. Scream. Yeah. Didn't but the you know, boy. You know who was the first black man to survive a horror movie? Um, What's his name? Do you know? Oh, and I don't I know if this. I don't know if this is a true fact. I just know, like, in the community, is what we recognize the first. What's his man. name? It was LL Cool J in, in um, uh, Deep Blue Sea. Uh, is it Deep Blue Sea? Yeah, with the sharks. Yeah. Now, but it's a counter to that because Samuel Jackson did get killed, so they still killed off a brother. But LL Cool J made it to the end, and everybody was shocked. Like, I just knew he was going to die. He didn't die. Yeah. So. Yeah. I- Quote, unquote, what about stereotype that we always gang members in movies? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we they've talked about that. Actors have talked about that. Black actors. Like, just being typecast into particular roles and pigeonholes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was always... Remember when Shamar Moore had them braids? <laughs> <laughs> For y'all that don't know, y'all know Shamar Moore. Y'all, if y'all watch... um, Is it... Is he in? He's not NCIS. That's what um, I was just about to say. Um, no. It's uh, what show is he on? What is that? Criminal Criminal Minds. Is it Criminal, criminal Minds? You uh, know what? But wait, hold on. We doing a whole black stereotype right here because <laughs> black people, black people will be like, "What is it again? Tell me, is it this? You know him? I just saw him the other day. Don't act like y'all don't do it." Yep. Yep. Oh man. But yeah, he was in Diary of a Mad Black Woman. He had and they tried to make him this dog character. He had some braids. Yes. And it just did not it did not work. Let's just say that. No. No, because we yeah. You know, you can't boys, oh boys, I got two conflicting thoughts. I don't know many high yellow gang members ooh, that are thugs. Oh. But you know what a, I mean? Okay, you got you gotta let people in on that one. Our audience yes. might not be familiar with what you're going with that. I know, but hold on. Because wait, put it back up. So, Boys in the Hood, even though it had Cuba Gooding Jr. in it, and he's he like beige-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that we call people beige. There's <laughs> 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 a problem. <laughs> so, Cuba Gooding Jr. is the one in the, um, in the yellow shirt wearing his... Um, what was the name of that shirt on the Cosby show? Gordon, oh, Gordon Gartrell. Gordon Gartrell. <laughs> He's wearing his Gordon, Gordon Gartrell. <laughs> yes. So here he is standing, probably on like Crenshaw Boulevard wearing his Gordon Gartrell. Um, now, he is, is that Cuba? That's Cuba. Yeah. Next to him. No. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Yeah. 
Cuba Gooding Jr. standing next to Ice Cube. And I forgot the guy's name in the back. Um, it's Morris Chestnut. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say, Morris Chestnut. Um, so Boys in the Hood was like, when I was coming of age, it was the movie. And so this was the first movie I ever saw um, without my mother. Mm. In the movie theater. Wow. Just me and my friend Kiana. We went to the movie theater in the jungle of LA. That in the area was called the jungle. If you're from LA, you know the jungle. Before like they had gentrification. It was this all rundown movie theater. And we sat up there. Thankfully, it didn't get shot up. Um, and we saw Boys in the Hood. And Boys in the Hood was your, like your typical gang movie. Like your gang movie with the good kid, with the one who got accidentally caught up. And mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, guess where I saw Boys in the Hood for the first where? time? In middle school, at school. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't watch stuff like this at home. Yeah. I had to go to school. I don't know what kind of school you was in, dang. Okay, back to beige-ish and high yellow. So, and we just letting all the secrets out. When somebody is, I know, when somebody is like a lighter skin, we call them high yellow. Like if they're mixed of mixed ethnicity and they might be like, if they super light, then they pass white. But then if they not like super light, but they're like, you can tell it's a mixture. Then they like high yellow or Cuba, like beige. But, but what is what are the implications of that? Uh, the implications of that, I think, has been colorism. Like this. No, I, but what what when you when you say a gangster or thug that's high yellow, and you're shocked by that? Why are you shocked by that? Because usually they're like brown to dark brown. <laughs> but the stereotype is that. Light skinned dudes are soft. Oh yeah, they're, they're pretty oh, boys. I completely missed that. Yeah, yeah they're soft, and so yeah. and then the dark skinned dudes are the tougher dudes, and that's kind of the stereotype of, you know, you see a light a girl maybe like uh uh-uh, uh he too light skinned he weak, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> what what um what are you putting on the screen? I'm gonna need you to calm down. Can somebody take the Google? Take I know. The Google away from Krista. What is she doing? I don't know. I don't even know who this is. <laughs> oh man, it's got to be from a movie. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, stop it. But that's like what did Martin say? Pretty Ricky, what they call him? Pretty Ricky, what they call him? Yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty Ricky, what they call him? <laughs> Do not Google Pretty Ricky. <laughs> you guys, we just trying to have a conversation here. <laughs> But yes, I think that whole, the whole implication that, you know, lighter skinned men are soft. If you got good hair, you know, you can't be messing up your perm or your oh, good hair. Whoa, whoa, good hair. What's good hair? What you mean what's good hair? I'm for, I know what good hair is. I'm talking about for the audience. <laughs> so good hair is like when you can actually like get the comb through it on the first pass. Ooh. And you don't have to like jerk it back or it don't jerk you. Cause mm-hmm. see, like underneath all this, when if I were to comb my hair out, Kevin, as I am sure you saw when we were at camp, my hair could like jerk you back. <laughs> it I mean, we can enter into some physical, you know, tug of war. It, it's it's thick. And so usually people with good hair had, it's either a finer grade of hair. Yeah. Um, 
it's longer, it's more bent toward being of the European nature. I was, um, I was waiting for you to, I was going to come in and say that. I was going to go straight off code and say, I mean, the closer your hair is the white, the white people's hair yeah. is good hair. And I mean, we took and, all kind of measures to have good hair. We went through the jerry curl. And then when the jerry curl kind of played out, you got the wave nouveau where it could kind of be curly and kind of, you know, be straight if you wanted it to. You could blow dry it. And then and then it was just like the creamy crack. Just yeah. the straight perm lie on your head. And then they, they ended up making like no lie perms. So you didn't have as many burns. But you would put this for anybody who, who may not be black. Because most black people, y'all should know. And if you don't know, I'm going to break it down. What you would do with perm is you would get this cream. It would come in this box. And... Well, the jar would, was in the box. Yeah, the, the jar, jar was in the box. And so then you would... It would have an activator, this little activator solution that you would pour in this white cream. Now, that activator was acid. Don't play no games. Because sometimes that's the only thing that will straighten out this mess. <laughs> and then your mother wearing gloves and smelling up the whole house applies this to the root of your hair. And if you've scratched your head, washed your hair recently yeah. or anything like that, the mess will burn your scalp right off. And then like you let it sit for a little while and then you rinse it off. And then you have what I would call shakeable hair. <laughs> and, my and, and let's be real. Let's be real. Growing up, like we're saying European and white hair. Nobody said that back in the what? day. If somebody had good hair, it meant you had Indian in your family. Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> and everybody, it, how many times did somebody get a perm or a jerry curl and be like, oh no, this is mine. I don't have nothing in my hair. I just got Indian in my family. My grandpa yep. Indian. Yep. No, and you bought that Indian right out the box. That black and gold or um, dark and lovely. Dark and lovely. And then they came up with that just for me. That was for the just little girls. Just, just for me, no me. edges. <laughs> <laughs> yep. See, oh, that's yep. not right for this. Yep. I can smell that picture. Don't you and I both? <laughs> you and I both. So, y'all, it says was the night before Easter because on Easter one, if you was like in my family, we only went to church on Easter. On Easter, and you always had to have your hair straight. Now, I don't know what would have happened had I shown up with an Afro with all my hair, but yes, having to have your hair straightened before, before church. And there you see, you always had to have a towel around. You always had a little grease, a little something to put on your ears in case she burned you. Now, did y'all get, did y'all get new outfits for Easter? Like a new suit or a new dress? Cause we yes. had to have an Easter suit. Yes. You had to be fly mm -hmm. on Easter. Yes. Yes, and it all, we always had them little white patent leather shoes with those little white ruffly socks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, that's a statement. I don't, I don't know why we do this. This is us, though. Yes. Oh, it is. It is. Okay. Since we're in the realm of church, can we talk about the mother's board and the ushers and, and the, um, the nurses? The nurses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know where that came from, but uh, only in the black church did you have just nurses in all white that are there to, um, 
Yep, there you go on the screen. If you're watching on YouTube, they are there. They have all types of medicine for you. When somebody gets the spirit and get a little, you know, shouty and pass out, they right there to help them. You know, mm -hmm. give them that, that, that sauce, that smell of sauce. You got to put that sauce uh -huh. on them. Yeah. And cover them up. Cover them up. You got to get that sheet out. Can't have them knees showing. No. Mm -mm. We will not. Not today. <laughs> now, here's the thing with the nurses board, though. They could literally be physicians or they could work at Walmart. Oh, uh -huh. they. It, it, it was a, a diverse group. You didn't have to be in the medical profession to serve on the nurses board. I don't know where they got the uniform or the little hats from, but the it was just part of the committee. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. I have no idea how that got started, but Ohio just got spread throughout all the churches. Not like it was just like one church. Like, man, you're in California. I'm in, I'm in Alabama. We got the same experience. Yeah. I don't know how that. So it had to start way, way, way back. back. Yeah, with Absalom Jones or something like that. <laughs> yes. Because oh, that's just the mothers of the church, right? That, that's this that's church mother. anniversary or either pastor's anniversary on that picture. Yes, or it could be first Sunday. It could though. just be first Sunday. You're right. Yeah, because so what is it? I, I mean, let us know. Write it in the comments. On first Sunday, did y'all all wear white? No, they did, but look at the um the cassages. That, that's not just first that, Sunday. Yeah, that's not that's first Sunday. Anniversary. Right. That's an anniversary. That's that's mm -hmm. that's choir anniversary, church anniversary, or pastor's anniversary. Yes. Now, the pastor has several anniversaries. So I feel like you could have the anniversary of the pastor of his installation. But you could also have the anniversary of him and his wife. Mm -hmm. You could have the anniversary of his ordination. Yes. Yeah. And I'll just explain that because I do know where that one came from. That was just a way for the pastor to they to raise money for the pastor uh, back when they oh. needed to. Right. Oh. I think, you know, pastors are compensated pretty well today. But even when they still do the pastor's anniversary, it's a it's a let's take up a love offering for the pastor. And they give them a gift, but I think when that when those things started, those were things that really helped supplement the pastor's pay. So. Now I remember. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Look, Krista is running this. She is. You draw her face with us. No, I'm glad she played that because you know what that reminded me of? Reminded me of is the y'all, the, the, the choir used to march in. Don't play no games. If your choir didn't march in, honey, you they didn't have no the choir. <laughs> they, oh, no. Do not, if your choir did not march, if your choir didn't march in, even if they didn't have robes, if your choir did not march in, they wasn't no choir. They might have been a quartet. And I wish I could even explain it because people, they march in, what do you mean? If you don't know about that, that side step, man, I mean. <laughs> if you don't, if you can't march in, and then- Why are you, you singing? Get, Why are you yes. singing? And then sometimes you gotta throw your arm around and then go the other way. Don't oh she about to find it. She got us. What is it with the choir marching in? 
And then they and you had to have a good song. And then you had to know how to go down the aisle and split yep. and get into the choir. To the choir seat. stand. Yep. And you still had to march on the and sway on the same beat. Yep. I mean, being in the choir was no joke. I, no. I spent my whole childhood and early adulthood in the choir. Yeah. See. Yeah. Now see, I missed black church during that special season of life. I don't I had it early on and then I had it like later on in college. But yes, yes. If you could not march in, I felt I felt sad for you. Did you ever, did you have a kids choir? Yeah, you choir, absolutely. Okay, so I mean, you didn't just march in with the adults, right? No. And this thing, you didn't march in like every Sunday. It was special events where the choir would march in. Like those anniversary things. Oh, really? I yeah. feel like No, you didn't go church... to church but on those things, right? Okay. That's... You just going to church on Easter. Yeah, they probably marched in on Easter because it was Easter. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the thing and the thing is too, because it was a special event, that meant the whole choir was there. Even people who don't normally show up for, for Sundays. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you were deep. Did y'all do the A and B selection? Absolutely. Okay, just making sure. Making yeah. sure. Hey family, I wanted to take a minute and talk to you about Birmingham Theological Seminary. It's my seminary and it's a place that I extremely appreciate. They have small class sizes, very reasonable tuition, and professors who are committed to your education and to my education. If you are looking to extend your theological education and are considering seminary, I encourage you to check out Birmingham Theological Seminary. You can go to bts.education for more information. Okay, so in case you just joined, we ba- we own black stereotypes and all just all things black today. <laughs> Fried chicken. Mm. Um, it is true. It is, it is a stereotype that is true. And it, and of course we know it's not limited to the black community, but yeah. in the black community, there is a unexplainable, seasoning. not seasoning, but there's an unexplainable amount of chicken places. But they all owned by white people. <laughs> not all of them. Because uh, I'm not even talking about the chains. Of course, you're going to have, you're gonna have your, your church's chicken. You're gonna churches, have your KFC, Popeyes. Popeyes. Even though Popeyes on the commercial, they try to play it off like it's owned by a black person. Popeyes is owned by a white guy. Yeah. But I mean, you still got your hood joints, though, like where they just got, they just selling wings and oh, Kool-Aid. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know? And that's the best ones. Yeah, all those are mm-hmm. the best ones. But it's just a plethora of chicken places in yeah. black neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's because black people don't eat chicken or don't like chicken. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think if there's a market for it and the market is some, it's causing the demand. Now, here, here's where I think even among, like, even if everybody likes chicken, there's a cultural difference yes. between what part of the chicken we like. So, what say you? What kind? What part of the chicken are you? Oh man! I mean, I really don't discriminate on the chicken, but oh, um, you not you non discriminational. Okay, I'm non discriminational, but I mean, you got to go with wings. And I'm gonna be honest, I don't know why they charge more for white meat. I like the dark meat. 
dark meat is the best meat. Don't play yeah, no games. See, that's, that's the thing. Oh, them thighs. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So like, I don't like chicken breasts at all. I think it's dry. I think it's just, it's not right. And I like a good bone. Mm-hmm. Like a yeah. good bone, you can just, you know. I didn't know that was a, a cultural yeah. thing, but yeah. Oh, I, I, I honestly think, and, and this could just be my experience. You might be a white person and be like, no, nah, no, nah, I be getting down on that bone. Most of the white people I know, though, do not care for either bone or like dark meat. Nope. Give me that dark yeah. meat. Yeah, I need that dark meat. It, that's a, it. It holds the seasoning. It's, yes, this is what a fat the grease. It's blessed. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, there, and there is the, the cultural differences of uh, seasonings. Yeah. Just, yeah. But see, I don't know. I feel like that. I don't know if that's a white black thing or like a northern southern black thing or like a west coast rest of America. You know, kind of thing because I it's, feel it's like because I'm in I the, in the south. Throw down. In the south, in general, southern food is typically seasoned and fatty, like okay. just in the south in general, right? Um, but even still, oh man! I, so we're on YouTube for y'all listening on Apple and Spotify. I'm sorry you can't see this, but when we go to an event, there's there's a mixed event, and somebody has brought the potato salad. We need to know who brought it. Who? who? And so we will give a sign that say, who brought the potato salad? Yeah. And we will touch mm -hmm. one side of our hand. Uh -huh. One side of our hand is lighter than the other. I'm going to let you figure out what that correlates to. Yeah. And the other person will touch the hand like, mm -hmm. like that means, okay, don't eat the potato salad. You don't want the yeah. potato salad. Yeah, oh, it's it's not. That's it's so wrong. But it's it so is. It, it's done. It's so wrong. And you know, here's the thing. <laughs> If 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 someone with less melanin were to do that, oh. they'd be like, we we they'd be condemned as racist. But yes. here we go, like, yep, <laughs> yes. And but here, okay, here's the thing: why do raisins? Who put raisins <laughs> in the potato salad? Like, so now, when did so, hold up? So now we on white stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I, I, well, I don't know that it's a white stereotype. I just think that most black people think that white people put raisins it, in. It in, is a white stereotype. Them. I just don't know how true it is. I've yeah. never experienced raisins in like potato salad, but I do think there's a, um, uh, a un, I'm gonna say an unhealthy. There seems to be a, a love for mayonnaise within the white community. All things mayo. A lot of a lot of stuff with mayo in it, you know. <laughs> and the stereotype is, and I fit this stereotype is that black people don't like mayo. You ever seen other couple brother, and they gave him yes. a hot sauce watch. So when he got one, so when he had the mayo sandwich, he could squirt his hot sauce on it. Yep. Don't play. <laughs> I carry tahini in my purse to put on my fruit. Don't play no games now. And Hillary I Clinton carries hot sauce in her purse. But you never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. And see, I I don't know. I am a person who really enjoys mayonnaise, mm. and I know that mm. those who are listening might um, question my level of melanin. Yeah. But I really do. I enjoy like 
not like a mayonnaise sandwich, <laughs> but I mean, maybe, maybe it came from living with white people. I don't know, but I enjoy like, like in Africa and South Africa, we would make um egg mayo sandwiches, oh. like, or <laughs> I know, I I I like, I do enjoy, I do enjoy, but but growing up. I know, like I had friends who would be like, I don't eat nothing white. They didn't eat ranch. They didn't Same. eat mayonnaise. That's me. That's me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a food. I'm a food racist. I, I've joked about that. Like, I, unless it's queso, I don't want it. Oh, I love queso. Yeah, look, Chris, she... Chris to find the video on the margin. Nah, but this ain't a choir. This ain't the choir. This that's the wrong right. That's like that that's, the usher. That's the usher board. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, they so marching in though. No, nah, they they marching in. You got yeah, oh, look at them getting next. Look at that's it. That's it. Uh huh. Oh, they about to get in the oh. formation. <laughs> yeah, there's formation. Look and then they do that little turn. Oh, Won't he do it? Won't man. he do it? What well, looking like they doing the hokey pokey? They Won't killing it. it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh huh. Some of them in their nineties. But look at the fans. Hey, I was I was just about to say, y'all see those fans? We've talked about those fans before. Yes, the black church. They hand out fans. Yes, because they sure ain't got no air conditioning. Even though they got air conditioner vents, <laughs> you see the vents. They not turning that mug on. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> they not turning that thing on. Uh-uh. I guarantee you, it's either a funeral home advertisement on that fan or the praying hands. Or Martin Luther King. Or Martin Luther King. You're right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why they got the. I think the air conditioner vents must just be part of like building code. Yeah, they there. Cause but, they uh, never work. They never got turned on. No. I mean, unless that thing was about to blow the wind of the Holy Spirit, it wasn't. It wasn't being turned on. <laughs> but I get that you and this mayo. Oh, I can't, I can't believe it. I'm, I know. I know. I'm really surprised myself. Let me guess. You make, you make a difference between a mayo and Miracle Whip. Oh, I sure do. Miracle Whip is of the <laughs> devil himself. No, do not serve me no Miracle Whip. It's all the same to me. It's all the same. Miracle Whip is not the same. Miracle Whip is just... <laughs> yeah, no. Don't nobody need no Miracle Whip. No. Next stereotype. Oh. Oh, kids go. Uh, Ooh, uh, yeah, uh, you, the you see that little, they little, they little turn? They look, yep, man. Cause you got to march. That's how you march. I'm, yeah. Oh, they going around the church like it's Jericho. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't even go straight to the choir stand. Oh, now they come no. up the middle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they split into two lines. Uh huh. Don't play no games. And now they and now they go in the choir stand from the both sides like we were talking yep. about. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, oh, and them white stockings. Oh no. Maybe maybe they singing them then the walls fall down song. And I and I'm gonna tell you right now, I know what the audience is saying. Right? They they say, Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know go on now. Y'all do mm, it. You better Amen. march. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but them white stockings, I can tell you every girl walking is miserable. <laughs> them things is itchy. They start to roll down. You can't uh uh-uh. No. Then no. No. I remember eight year old Monique marching around the church. Them white pantyhose on, they should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> okay, you know what? Here, 
Because I know so many people are going to be like, why are they playing this old woman? Let me give you the backstory of this song. This song, I don't even know who the singer was originally, but I, I know that it was the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir sings a, a rendition of this song. But this song is like 10 minutes long. And in the beginning, it is someone telling a story. And it's a story of a family that's driving down this country road during like probably Jim Crow America in the South. And they, they're driving and then all of a sudden, I guess the father loses control and they end up in a ditch. And the father is injured. And so the mother and daughter go to, there's like, they they see a house, they go next, they go across the road to this house and a white woman answers the door. And they're like, ma'am, we don't mean to trouble you or anything like that, but can we please just use your phone to call our doctor? And the woman is like, I don't want to be bothered with you, but they convince her to let them in and to use the, to use the, the phone. Well, no, it must have been the two sisters that went in because the mother then, which would be, I guess, his wife comes in and she's like, you know, can I can I go to your closet? And the woman was like, why do you want to be in my closet? And she was like, because I need to call the doctor. And they were like, well, I'm already on the phone with the doctor. And she was like, no, I need to call Dr. Jesus. And so eventually this song then comes on where um, the woman, the, the white woman says, come on in the room. And so then the black lady says, come on in the room. Jesus is my doctor and he writes all my scriptions. <laughs> But I mean, you, I mean this song been, is I mean, you are, we we give it out PhDs in black culture today. This song is as old as the black church <laughs> itself. I think it might be older than the black church. <laughs> oh the, man. I, next stereotype. Here is we it go. True? Here we go. Black people can't swim. Kevin. Kevin, if you can swim, I'm going to take your black card. Can you swim? Uh, my black card is secure. Uh Thank you. I cannot swim a lick. Neither can Neither can I. No, no, no. 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 But we no, are I, we are fighting against this stereotype because my kids can swim. I think we should fight against this stereotype. My nephews can swim. Yeah. Yes. My brother can't swim. But my generation? Mm -mm. No. No. Nope. We're not going. Now, why couldn't you swim? Why didn't you learn how to swim? Uh, I just I, mean, I know they, the whole thing about lack access to pools and stuff. I had access to pools. We had like community. Yeah. A community gym with a pool and you you could take swimming lessons, not that access just, to pool mess, it, it don't it don't fly. Yeah. Cause somebody apartment building got a pool. There's community parks. There, yeah, but go ahead. I just don't at least I know people I knew grew up like water just wasn't a part of our culture. Like yeah. I talked to white people, oh yeah, I grew up going to the lake and we used to do this, we used to do that. And we didn't do none of that. No, you know, it was lakes. Lake water. Oh, this because thing. this thing too. Typically, you know, especially with, with guys, it didn't matter. But black women in the water don't necessarily go together. No. So if you just spend all your time getting that perm pin in your head with that hot comb, you're not getting in that pool. No. See, okay, that's a whole nother thing. So you could not have a perm or a jerry curl and then go and get in chlorine. Your hair would be left at the bottom <laughs> of the pool. You would get out looking like Mr. T. Just a little patch. You could not do it. And so there was that. But then even if you didn't have a perm or a jerry curl or something like that, your mama didn't want to have to sit and do your hair. And then people are like, well, let's go get swim caps. What? Nobody even knows swim caps. Who are you looking like walking around with a um 
a Ralph's bag on your head, <laughs> jumping in a pool. I don't nobody got time for that. Look, no. I think I think Chris is pushing us to another stereotype because uh, yeah, we don't swim and we don't go camping. No, no, we don't do that. We don't do outside like that. No, now, now, ooh, see, now I didn't want to talk about it, but I'm going to. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh. And I know somebody going to say that I'm spending my eternity sitting next to Lucifer. I know that when I say what I'm going to say, somebody going to come for me in the comments, and that's okay. I'm here for it. And I'm not trying to poke fun, but no. it is. Yeah, well, here it is. Okay, so I feel like white people are way more adventurous than black people in regards to things like camping, swimming, hiking, just being one with nature, being adventurous. Let me go explore, honey. I wasn't, if I could, if I, growing up, I couldn't leave my block. My mama told me you cannot leave the block. And if you like are outside, you need to be in by the time the street lights came on. And if I did leave the block, I was going to get spanked. Like, I, it wasn't no joke. So, when I think about the level of adventurousness among less melanated brothers and sisters, it leads me to the recent events that are really tragic and sad, but of what happened this week with that sub, it wasn't a Ooh. submarine. It was like a submersive. Yeah. Vessel. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you, when we heard what had happened, nobody had to guess the race of the people who was not one the person sub- submarine. It was, it was, no, it was, no, it wasn't, no, it wasn't because I was like, you, you cannot, and it's going to sound so horrible. I know, but you can't convince us to fold ourselves up to fit inside of a, what, a five by five thermos cup. Like that's what that thing was. It was a thermos. It was, it was some, it was. I don't know, but, and then it was, you couldn't get out. We don't do it or you can't let me out. I need, I always got to have a way of escape. Jesus yeah. will make a way out of nowhere, honey. I got to have a way of escape. And it was locked from the inside. And so I'm just like, there was, an, I knew immediately in my spirit, man, I knew that these were not melanated people. Yeah. And I think it's horribly tragic, but I do think that there is a stereotype to one group is definitely more adventurous and the other group is like, it is a stereotype, but it it is, it's a stereotype, but it's also true. They say like 90% of headlines, you can tell the race of the person by the headline. Man attacked in the woods by bear. Not us. And you know, you just know it's not a black person. You just already know. Woman attacked by mountain lion while jogging or hiking or whatever white one yeah it's just yeah you just when those things happen man dies climbing mount everest not us not us <laughs> just not, not us you know not i us. mean when we talk about the new world it's the reason europeans discovered the new world nobody else had yeah. any interest in going across the ocean that's true chris <laughs> said that yesterday that is true it is true it's they like were, they were like what is over there I believe I can get to India if I go this way. And they just sell out. Yeah. And I we appreciate like, it. I appreciate that about our brothers. brothers I need sisters. you to go before me. Like, yeah. so I know that if 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 it's not right, then I'm just gonna stay here. Yeah. Yeah. But like that's the same thing though, I feel like on the reverse way of like when people start running. You ever been around a bunch of people who start running? Yes. And you start running? Start running just 
we'll figure out later while we run, but we just exactly. gonna run. We just, so yeah. true story. Somebody at work told me a story yesterday, a white brother, love him dearly, but he said he was in Canada and he really wanted to see a grizzly bear. Um, and so they were driving and he saw one, he told his wife to stop the car and he gets out the car, grabs his camera and is running towards where he saw the bear because he wants to get a photo. And, so, and then it hits him that he's actually running towards a grizzly bear. And it finally hit him and like, he realized that was not the smartest thing to do. And I told him, I was like, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. This is the whitest story I've ever heard in my life. Who runs towards a grizzly bear? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, 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 and I know, I know that some people would say, well, that's racist, mm, but it's, it's mm, at this point, it's just true. Like it's true. I don't, I don't know what else to say. Like culture is, di some cultures are just different. It is. And it's okay. We, it is okay is for okay. us to be different. Yeah. But that is okay. We, we can appreciate we getting, those differences. We getting down to the time. Let's, let's, what, let, what are a couple more? Ooh. What we got? Black uh -oh. credit. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so sad. <laughs> So yes, stereotype is black people always got bad credit or that they got credit in their kids' names. Mm. Yeah. Look at Kristen in the background talking about what? Yeah. You remember the um the old oak um earthquake jokes? I was like, y'all, they're gonna be charging us for air pretty soon. I'm some black folks brand stuff. Like, I wanna put my air in my in my uh baby <laughs> name. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Your cable in the baby name, mm -hmm. electricity in the baby name, everything. Yeah, because yeah, our credit messed up, so we got to get it in the kid's name. I, that's so sad, <laughs> you guys. That that is, but but and, and it's a, I think it's a stereotype because I don't think every black person's credit is no, bad. No, it's not. It's not. It's just a stereotype. But I mean, it'd be some of it. Oh, absolutely. Some of it. Oh, it, some of it. It's, some of it. I mean. I have a family member who is a manager at a car dealership and I hear stories of people coming there with those five twenties and want to know what they can get in. Like, you know, um, yeah. you got a four seventy. Tell what can yeah. you do for me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the flip side of the stereotype is that white people got good credit. Yes. But that's not always true either. It's not it's not. It's not always true. It's not. Um, it's not. It is, those are just stereotypes that we go with and we joke about. Um, yeah. Because there is some truth to them. Um, I, I should say this. In the past, there have been some truth to them. I don't believe that the truth remains today as Black people have done economically better than in the past. But in the past, I think there was some truth to, no. Poor credit, not because you were just bad at paying your bills, just black people were struggling. More black people yeah. were struggling, I'll say. Mm -hmm. Right? You know, you were floating checks. Write a check and hoping don't get to the bank before Friday. Don't play no game. <laughs> that, that was before the, 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 all this instant electronic stuff. Yeah, but, you had to yeah. pray for it at the check check cashing little register. Mm-hmm. I remember write my that mother. Check, write that check, write knowing when in the bank, hoping that check don't get to the bank before Friday. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. Okay, let's do one more. Or well, we could either talk about grits. Mm. All black people like grits. All black people like like grits with sugar. All black Ooh, no, people like no. grits with we, salt. We, we, we will not. I know. That was a lie. I know. 
No, that, that, is, that is not a stereotype. <laughs> no. That's no. a north north south thing. Yeah, it is. In the south, I'm sorry, that is heresy. Yes, sugar does not go on grits. It does not. And I'm from the west, so <laughs> yes. Um let's see. We got we have quite a list angry black woman. Ooh. Ooh. Angry black I'm not gonna woman. touch that one. I ain't getting the trouble. Okay. <laughs> I know, right? You got four women to go home to. Don't play no games. I'll let you take that one. So the angry black woman stereotype, I feel like came around in the 90s, like the late 80s, 90s. Remember Angela Bassett in, um, was it Stella got her groove back or was, was that it, um, a thin line between love and hate? Oh, it might've been a thin line between love and hate where she, um, Hold on, she that, no, that wasn't Angela Harvey. Bassett. That wasn't Angela Bassett. Oh, who was it? What's her name? I forgot her name, but she always gets confused with Angela Bassett. Oh, who is she? Here we go again, doing what we do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, old girl. You, yeah, you Quite know, girl. Yeah, yeah, and and um, yeah. yeah. What's her name? Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Okay, yeah, yeah, yes. So she. Angry black woman. She got done dirty. She said it. He put his stuff in his car and lit it on fire. Hmm. But I think that I think that there is. I want to say some truth to like that all black women are angry. I don't think that that's true. But I do believe that there was a period in recent history where men, black men, was just like you gotta like give them side eye. And especially like out here where I was growing up at, it was just like fatherlessness and a bunch of single moms and um, everybody was struggling, you know? And so like on my block, I think there were two families that had fathers when I was, when I was growing up. Um, so like I say between, how long did I live like in that house? From like fifth to eighth grade. So not not long, but I'll use that like as an as an example. Out of, you know, probably 20, 30 homes, like on a block, two of them had fathers. And only and out of those two, one of the fathers was like a drunk. And so I just think there was a lot of struggle, a lot of um, you know, he did me dirty, he cheated, this, he just left. And there was the, you know, I'm go. I can do bad all by myself. So I don't need you. You can go. And I think that that, along with the like sports players and the high profile black people going to like marry or date white women, mm. it just created. I'm this, not touching that one either. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna put it out there. It created like this this vibe of like, ugh. Yeah. yeah, and I, you know what I mean. Yeah, and you also had like the, the stereotype of the, black woman with the attitude, the neck roll. You know, that attitude stereotype is what played um, the way a lot of people view black women, right? Um, yeah, and there's some truth to that stereotype. You know? Oh, you but, you you coming a little too close to the line. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, I mean, here's the thing is though, is that it's about this. I feel like it's, 
one, it's a confidence issue of like, no, I'm going to know who I am. I'm not going to just let you tell me who I am or, you know, treat me any kind of way. But it was also this, if you're not strong, you do run the risk of getting run over. Yeah. So the issue wasn't anger. It was just a certain demeanor. So like in the black community, we would never say the black woman was angry. It was just demeanor. But people from other cultures is outside observing took it as angry. Yes. So... Yeah. Sandra. Sandra. 227. That was, that was one of my crushes when I was a little kid. I watched Stop 227 it. just for Sandra. Stop it. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny for real. All right. We are at time. We hope you have enjoyed laughing with us and just talking about things that are funny and unique, peculiar to us in the black community some are stereotypes some are true leave your comments is it a stereotype is it true what are stereotypes that you think yes. of um, we would love to hear that and maybe follow up on our next episode Once again, thank y'all for listening. This has been Off Code. See you guys next time. Bye.